It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. FM World 4 Sunday Night Live with Louise Ty. Tim's Hit Music Station, F104. Louise with you until one o'clock. I'm now joined on the phone by Alex Goff. Hello, how are you? Hello, how are you? <laughs> I'm good, I'm good. And it's so funny, we were just talking, I was like, it's almost, or it is a year to the day that you first came into me. Yeah, it does not feel like a year, but it also feels like 10 years as well. <laughs> yeah, it's so weird, because you were sitting in front of me the last time we spoke, so it's, it's very strange. Not a, not a mask in sight. Not a mask, not a screen, <laughs> no hand sanitizer, there was nothing. <laughs> a whole different world. <laughs> but you have a new single out at the moment, that's my job. Yeah, it's off the mixtape Forever Classic, which I released back in October. Yeah. So coming around now, it's the, the new signal, single, I should say. Yeah, so what was it like, I suppose, to release this single? It was it was weird because obviously when I made the song, it was around March last mm-hmm. year. I didn't expect that when it would be the single off the project that we would still be in the situation we're in now. Yeah. But it, it's funny because after writing the song and stuff back in March when kind of the pandemic started it kind of stood to me that I wrote that song back then because it's all about like looking after yourself before like looking after people around you like and making sure that you are in a space to look after other people which kind of became very real this year when everyone's kind of like apart but also like trying to stay connected at the same time so it's a matter of like looking after yourself and myself before you kind of start to look after other people which is it kind of stood to me now which is nine months after writing it it's still pretty relevant it's mad actually yeah how suddenly something becomes so obvious to us that was always there like you said you wrote it before any of this happened but we just needed it shown to us i think yeah exactly which is Mm. what this year has been so good for despite it having a lot of negatives as well it's just like realizing what's important and what is like like the main things you should focus on in life and being happy with that I suppose yeah and you've been keeping busy you've been doing a lot of things as you say you released Forever Classic but also you've been doing you have a new EP out as well yeah just before Forever Classic came out it was around August it was finished and all and we had it done all the songs were written and we decided that we would do live versions of some of the songs yeah because obviously like with a year with no gigs and like live music and gigs and playing live is such a huge part of me as an artist being like a drummer and all that Mm -hmm. and like my live gig is so important to me that we decided well how are we going to showcase this to people when we can't all get in a room and have a gig like we we usually would Mm -hmm. so we decided we'd go into the studio and like do live versions of some of the tracks and then just have fun and make stuff up and because like obviously me and the lads in my band 
it were all in college together and like a lot of our like kind of influence and stuff comes from jazz and like improvised music. So we basically got in the studio, did some live versions and then in between the live versions just basically had some fun and made some music up on the spot. So we basically compiled all that, all the best bits and turned it into like bonus features, which is the live EP that just came out. Oh, deadly. That must be quite good fun when there's no pressure put on. You've already music out, so that's kind of doing its job. But to be able to just sit and just play music and come up with these spontaneous ideas, I suppose. It was great because like I hadn't seen, when back in August when we went in, I hadn't seen the lads or hadn't played with them oh, in nice. at least like six months. Yeah. So then like we all got in the studio together and like, four days just spent four days like playing together and having fun and we've like documented the whole thing and captured the whole thing which we've been like slowly putting out videos for each of the live versions and we have like something bigger coming in the form of a documentary then at the end of it all which should be out soon which is cool so we got to like document the whole thing and just have fun basically and is it nice doing the live versions that aren't quite so maybe tweaked I love it like yeah. and it was something it was something that I really had to um really had to kind of almost come to terms with on the bo- on the bonus features live EP yeah. was I really wanted to put an emphasis on the raw in the moment what happened in the room no fixing my mistakes or any mistakes mm-hmm. that were in it no polishing it off no saying oh we'll do like this like 1500 times until it's perfect because if it's live, there is going to be imperfections. There's, there's going to be blemishes and stuff. And it was it was a really nice, like, almost like an exercise, I suppose, to be like, no, this is what happened in the room. This is what we sound like. This is how we play in this very moment. And that's what you hear. There's no, like, polishing or, like, fixing stuff up, which was, it was hard to do it because mm-hmm. I'm such a perfectionist. <laughs> but it was also, it was also a nice thing to do as well. I think that's why we like live music as well, because... Mad things happen when it's live. You know, you kind of go a bit rogue. And, you know, it, and we, I think we like that bit of it as well. I think that's part of the joy. Yeah, I think, like, there's nothing more special than something that happens in a moment that you'll never get back again. Yes. And I think capturing that is, like, something really special. Now, tell us about your single, Dear SJ. So that appeared in Normal People, didn't it? Yeah, which was, which was mad. <laughs> I remember I always tell the story of, like, I got asked, could the song be in normal people and I had no clue what it was no clue who Sally Rooney was I was like thinking it was some soap or something like that like some Coronation Street kind of thing and uh, like literally a couple of months later it's like this global sensation and DRSJ is part of it it was absolutely mad that must be a nice feeling I suppose after when you realise quite how big it was going to be yeah like when it kind of took off like I remember like a couple of weeks after I was doing like this like kind of in-depth analysis of the track for Spotify and all this stuff. And I was like, that song came out like long, like it would have been like six months before Normal People came out on my first EP, which was 80%. And like, that was like the kind of underdog track that kind of just sat on the end of it that like was really special to me and important to me, but it wasn't really like the highlight track on it or anything. It was more of like an album EP track. And then like, six seven months eight months later it's like one of my most played tracks it's just mad like for that to be the one that kind of came to the front obviously whatever you felt with it other people felt with it as well so kind of that's why it ended up there people told me that which was one of the really 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 like nice things about it is it's like it's when you listen to the words and that it's incredibly important to me and there's actually a, a 
an alternate version of it that is like going to be like exclusively in the documentary for bonus features that like we won't be putting out otherwise Mm -hmm. but like it's quite an emotional song and it like means quite a lot to me and then when other people kind of resonate with that and like people were messaging me being like oh like this like means a lot to me and like I I understand what you're saying in the song and all that and like that's kind of like something that every artist kind of like looks to like reach people in that way and like looks to find people who connect on that level so it was really cool when people like connected with it from normal people god say it's a nice feeling i'd say yeah absolutely chat to me about Bandcamp friday because they're doing they've been doing this for a couple of months now haven't they yeah yeah it's really cool because like i've always been like kind of dipping in and out of Bandcamp, being like a music head if you will yeah like there's like so much like music to discover on Bandcamp and like this niche little like cultural like gold mines of like you can go through and all the different like underground scenes and stuff so me and like my friends would always go through that and it was always really a nice way to like support artists and buy their merch and Mm -hmm. do that kind of stuff without like the big corporations being involved and obviously like there's times when they are involved and that's cool but it's nice to give money straight to the artist yeah exactly and now this Bandcamp Friday is like Bandcamp don't take any of it like they would usually take a small fee or whatever which yeah. is like fair but on these Bandcamp Fridays they don't take any of it so it's basically you can directly give your it's like you could hand your this artist 20 quid and put in their pocket essentially because it goes straight to them no matter what it is you buy so it's such a good thing for Bandcamp to do especially in a time where like obviously there's no gigs artists and like the public can't actually like connect in public Mm, so it's, it's such really a good cool idea. thing to do. Yeah, it's a really good idea. And obviously, if people keep an eye out, you are up on Bandcamp so they can support you that way. Yeah, all my stuff's on Bandcamp. Forever Classic Final is up there. And so it's like all the bonus features and like all my like past catalog as well. It's all up there. Fantastic. So people keep an eye out because it's such a it's such a good way to, to support people, as you say. So how can people keep up to date with what you're up to and your next releases and all? I'm on all the social relevant social medias. My at is at Alex Goff with three H's on the end because someone robbed you the other one with one <laughs> oh, H. <no>. <laughs> 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 but yeah, all my stuff, Spotify, Alex Goff, Apple Music, Alex Goff, Bandcamp, Alex Goff with three H's as well. FM 104 Sunday Night Live with Louise Ty.